What's going on, everyone? This is Micah Gillette with the Emerald Coast Essentials Podcast. Today, we're joined by Cole Huffer. You got it. Is that right? I nailed it. I'm, I'm so good with names. Um, so, Cole, you're the owner of, oh, man, I'm going to botch the name of your business. Is it the Sound Cafe plus Enlightened Studios, or is it Enlightened Studios and the Sound Cafe? You got it right. I mean, there's really no wrong answer. I love it. <laughs> yes, I- the Sound Cafe at Inline Studios, Inline Studios and the Sound Cafe. Yeah, we're one and the same. Um, yeah, you nailed it. Awesome, man. Well, um, I'm super excited to talk about the studio. I've been there a bunch. I love it. I like going there to hang out, work. There's always cool stuff going on. Um, but before we get into that, I want to get into a little bit about your background, who you are, where you're from, all that fun stuff. Um, so I guess, where were you born and raised? Yeah, so I was actually born and raised in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, uh, and spent 22 years there um, before moving here to Florida. Uh, More or less, I had this overwhelming fear that I was going to end up in the same hometown doing the same things with the same people and kind of had like a panic attack and and left. You know, at that time, GPS wasn't a big thing. This is back in 05. you know, so I drove around with an Atlas in my little Honda Civic, and I knew I wanted to come to Florida, so I just kind of threw my finger down on the map, and Fort Walton Beach was the lucky winner. Uh, I packed up all the, mostly clothes, I, you know, packed up everything I had, mostly clothes, into uh, my Civic, and, you know, drove down here. Uh, I landed here on 050505, oddly enough. Nice. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, so this is kind of, you know, summer's just kicking off. I had a really difficult time finding a place to stay. Um, so I ended up buying a tent uh, at, at a Walmart. And uh, for the first month that I was here, I stayed at the Navarre Beach campground. Um, <laughs> my first job uh, was a, uh, a jewelry salesman at Gordon's Jewelers in Santa Rosa Mall back when it was, it actually felt like a moth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so if you can picture me stepping out of a tent every morning in a three-piece suit, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how I got introduced to Florida life. That's uh, awesome. Coming, kind of see. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, I think so funny too, because, you know, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, I was like, heck, you know, I'm moved to Florida. I'm living in a tent, you know, I'm, I'll pick up a fishing pole and some bait, and I'm, you know, catch my my first dinner as well. And I bought some shrimp, bought a pole, didn't catch a damn thing. Uh, ended up eating the shrimp that I had got <laughs> at bait. Um, and yeah, that was that was my my first night here in Florida. And then yeah, that lasted about thirty days before uh, you know, living out of that tent uh, before I finally got my my first place. All right. <laughs> So you had a midlife crisis at 22. You abandoned everything from your hometown, and you were homeless for a month. We got we got that far. <laughs> no, that's that's really cool, man. Um, I know, obviously, you know your your business now. You do music plus a whole bunch more. Um, that makes sense coming from Nashville. You know, having a love and a passion for music. Did you study music or anything there? Or was there any catalyst, or was it just no? Any, you know, I mean, I was very much an artist all around from as long back as I can remember, you know, but first it started with more of a acting in theater. You know, I, I did four years of theater in high school, 13 plays, three musicals, 
Um, but you know, in that time frame, uh, you know, music. Although I never went to school for it, you know, I, I loved playing. You know, I loved. Uh, you know, creating and, you know, learning how to, you know, engineer on a personal level. Uh, it wasn't until um, I decided to leave the corporate world uh, until I went to Northwest Florida State College for their music production and business uh, courses there. Uh, and that is when I kind of got, uh, I guess, some sort of college education for the industry I wanted to be in. Right. Uh, but yeah, most of it, as far as you know, learning and uh, it was very organic. You know, it was just playing with friends, recording with friends. Uh, it wasn't really until I decided that you know, uh, it was a a Mark Cuban quote that really like pushed me. I mean, something along the lines that you know, you can work forty years of your life for someone else just to enjoy the last ten. Uh, or you can really just work your ass off for 10 years for yourself so you can enjoy the last 40. So I'm about eight and a half years into this project. So uh, that's why you when you, you hear me talk, you know, I'll, I'll say 2025 a bunch because that's kind of like my time horizon of, of when I'd like to, you know, say, okay, you know, I've kind of achieved something to a point where I've built it big enough to where I can, you know, step away a little bit. But uh it's it's been a it's been a challenging road, especially considering the industry that we're in, and you know having uh, have dealt with the pandemic a few years ago. Um, but uh, and everybody just assumes when you're a small business owner that you're just loaded wealthy and live in the high <laughs> life. And I'll tell you right now, I since leaving the corporate world, I make half as much of what I ever made, and I work twice as much to earn that. And yeah. I think that's part of it, you know, uh, and yeah. obviously we've seen that, that growth, uh, even through something, uh, such as the pandemic and, you know, the, the, the data doesn't lie. We have grown and, you know, the longer we're here, the more people find out about us. Uh, and it's typically word of mouth or people stumbling into our space, uh, for us to make a new customer because we're just so unique. You know, we're a very multi faceted business uh with many different things going on underneath one roof so um yeah we we tried we tried to find something business model wise that was comparable to ours and we couldn't find one so this is a very very unique thing that we've got going on here yeah no i mean i personally i've been there a bunch and can absolutely attest to that i'm sure you do even more than i know about but you got a coffee cup that's clearly from your studio in the foreground you got art in the back and I can hear someone jamming on a guitar just ever so slightly in the background there, which is perfect. It's a perfect ad. So what, what is it that you guys do there? You know, obviously I, I can go on about it, but we, you know, what do you, what all do you do? Enlightened studios originally started out in my house in February, 2015 uh, as a recording studio out of my dining room. Uh, and about nine months into that, uh, so this is while I was actually in school at Northwest Florida State College, and I was so moved by how incredible their music production program was and how more people didn't know about it. And that is when I got into video, um, you know, capturing artists uh, in their, their most real state and doing live recordings. You know, I, I just fell in love with video. I love, uh, you know, being able to represents this i mean we do mostly artists but i mean we 
also do video marketing for small businesses, real estate, uh, you know, nonprofits, yeah, even weddings and events. So everything kind of blossomed for the business the moment that video became part of it. You know, it's it's very comparable to you know think about a song that you you love and you've heard it a hundred times and then and then you see the music video and it's like you just heard it all over again you know it's kind yeah. of that mentality behind the emotion uh and yeah once uh video was kind of became a main core foundation for the business uh, the growth over the next three years was enough to want me to try to do something bigger um and in order to do that, uh, probably the most difficult decision I'd ever made, you know. Uh, so 2018, I sold my home, my Jeep, cashed out all my retirement, any savings, uh, sold all my digital assets, my cryptocurrencies, and dumped it into this thing. Uh, and so that was January 2018. And... Uh, yeah, it's and it's been quite a feat. It's still, a, uh, you know, a challenge. Uh, but for me, you know, challenge equals growth and wisdom. Uh, you know, that's kind of the benefit of it. So it's only a test. You know, I would say this to myself all the time. You know, and I remember one time coming to this realization that challenges do equal growth and 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 wisdom. So I remember praying for challenges. You know, and yeah. Don't ever do that, by the way. <laughs> I literally had to like pray and take that back. Like, okay, yeah. okay, I, I get it. Less uh, challenge, less challenge. <laughs> but I was really hungry for it at that time, you know, and I, and I still, still do. Um, uh, so when we introduced this space, it was really, really cool because, I mean, we were doing a lot of good for the artist, even just as a home-based business as far as exposure and getting them, you know, marketable content that they could promote themselves with. But, you know, it didn't make sense to me to just do an audio video production house. I just didn't think that would have financially made a lot of sense, you know. So the, the Sound Cafe was then created, uh, basically a place of congregation. Um, and, you know, following that uh, came events. Uh, we don't say no to artists. You know, my parents told me my whole life that I couldn't do anything with art and music. And considering all this, you know, we're in a 4,000 square foot facility now here in beautiful downtown Fort Walton Beach. And we just celebrated our five year anniversary. Uh, and all of it is essentially the local talent in this community, you know. Just about all of our decor, uh, we have an event at least once a day, and, and all this is created by the local talent in our community. So uh, we're essentially yes men to the <laughs> artists. Uh, so if you want to spot on the wall, you want to you know play on stage, you want to you know have a seminar, you know we we make that a reality for for our local you know, talent and entrepreneurs, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're wanting to do, we just want to help you bring that vision to life and find ways to monetize your passions that fall in the art category uh, and, and, you know, do what most people say you can't. And that's actually, you know, produce some sort of income in the art and music field. You know, I think yeah. uh, that is a classic story as, you know, kind of being educated as you're growing up that, there is no life in that industry, you know, 
Uh, so we kind of got to break that, you know, mentality here at Enlightened. You know, we've highlighted hundreds of artists. And there's a, a great handful that all they do now is music or all they do now is art, you know, and uh, we've had many, you know, go to Nashville and expand and do their own thing. You know, it's funny. A lot of them are headed back to where I came from. <laughs> so that's always a, a new yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah, and I think we've really, you know, done something special here. Uh, and it's just like, you know, I keep talking about like how tough the pandemic was because, you know, it's typically, you know, when there's like budget cuts in school and stuff, what's the first thing to go, you know, art and music, you know, and why right. that mentality has been a staple, I don't understand because without art and music, I mean, we it would be a very boring life. I mean, everything that we see, I mean, even what we're doing here, you know, this is a, a form of art, right. you know, and people don't really look at it that way. So, yeah, I feel real blessed uh, to be able to be in the position that I am to, to offer the opportunities that I do. It's very rewarding. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, I love your vision and your goals and, you know, where you're taking it. Uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, having been there a little bit, you know, I've seen you, I don't know if you remember this or not, but for Courtney, when she was starting fit by court, you helped her out with a trailer for her business that still comes up every now and then, you know, and that was really cool. Obviously, we've done uh, homeschool music classes over there um, that you ran, which was super cool. I know all the kids really enjoyed that. Um, for anyone who is not necessarily running after an art or music career, you also have a great coffee shop there, right? Yeah, we're the only... Um, well, first of all, we're local. You know, all our beans are locally roasted. Um, and... You know, we're the only late night coffee house in town, too. You know, we're open 7 a.m. till midnight every day. Uh, why coffee shops close so damn early, I don't understand. I mean, there's two <laughs> other shifts in the work world, and some people, you know, need that coffee at 11 p.m. at night, yeah. you know? Um, and so, I mean, it, it's cool, yeah, because, you know, originally, you know, the space was supposed to be, you know, aside from being able to offer opportunities when it comes to, like you said, the, the people that aren't the artists, uh, you know, that's where the, the entertainment, you know, really comes into play. You know, we do have something new every day that people can, can come in and be a part of. And it's a healthy alternative, uh, for families as far as things do, you know, we've got a library in the back, we've got, um, record player and uh two boxes of vinyl we've got a whole bunch of board games there's an art center if you want to color and draw we have a, a netflix station you know there's just so many things that you can do in one space and even catch some entertainment while you're there at the same time and all while enjoying you know delicious coffee i mean we don't do hard liquor to keep it family friendly, but we do wine and beer and champagne and things like that as well. And, uh, a lot of, uh, coffee alternatives like tea and the mushroom coffees and the chai and the matcha. So yeah, we got a, a little bit of everything for everyone. Uh, it's, yeah, it's been a beautiful, uh, thing to, to develop that, you know, I spent a lot of time in the beginning really focused on the artist and the entertainment that about three and a half years into it, I'm like, dang, I have, totally forgot about I have a coffee shop you know because we'd have people <laughs> for events and you know they'd be frequent uh, visitors for our events and they might be their third or fourth time and they're like oh you guys are a coffee house too you know <laughs> so yeah it's a very unique concept and it's, it's taken a little while to get the word out there you know we have a new person 
at least one a day, you know, that lives in a two mile radius that, you know, either uh, heard about the place and never walked in or they've driven by it and, you know, just didn't know exactly what we were. Um, you know, a lot of them think we're a music store or uh, an art studio. I mean, and technically no one's ever wrong. I mean, we just, we have so many different things under one roof between, you know, the audio production, video production, the food, drink, congregation, entertainment, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of your one-stop shop to, you know, get a good dose of the local talent and artistry. And, uh, yeah, we're very local-driven, and it's beautiful to get to impact the community the way that we have. And, you know, I really look forward to seeing what the, the, the future holds. You know, we're, we're really seeing some, some cool growth uh, in this last, you know, nine months uh, that kind of shows me that light at the end of my 10-year tunnel. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. Nice, I'm excited. Well, if uh, I'll, I'll put all your social media stuff or at least some of it. So if someone is a local artist looking to come out and either do some a stand-up comedy set or looking to jam on stage or whatever, they can get a oh, hold yeah. of you. Um, anyone, anyone who's not an artist, I highly recommend stopping by. It's in the middle of downtown Fort Walton. So, you know, when you're kind of walking through the downtown area, you guys are pretty much like right in the middle. Um, you're right yep. next to the landing is the park that's right behind you. You got a back door you can access from, so you don't have to walk around the building. Um, yep. it's absolutely an awesome place. All right. So you talked about 2025, you got a 10 year vision that's coming up. You got a year, a year and four months. What's the plan? You know, so, um, uh, you know, the last year and a half, I've, I, I've been really intrigued, uh, not only by, economics um but our money system you know the digital ass, uh, asset you know uh blockchain oh sorry about that. blockchain community and you know kind of been uh taking advantage of this bear market and i've been you know investing in and in things such as bitcoin and ethereum and uh you know so my time horizon uh, for that, yeah, it all, it's it's cool because it coincidentally times out with, you know, the 10-year mark from where I started because, uh, you know, we've officially pulled out of this bear market. We've just started the bull run, and typically, you know, they last for about 18 months. So this puts me about in 2025, you know, and that'll be a good time for me to to cash out some things so I can... A, get my house back. Remember, I sold that guy to do all this. So I would really love to get that back. Um, and then hopefully one day, you know, uh, purchase my own commercial, you know, building to where um, I can do what I want. You know, it's we are very unique. Uh, but I, you know, there's there's lots of things that I would do. You know, for example, 18 days after we opened, um, I... I was like, how do I get the community to know that I am no longer a home-based business? So uh, I don't know if you remember, but the downtown shutdown. It was the first time in history they shut down Highway 98 here in downtown Fort Walton because they were moving a building across the street. And so we had promoted um, a show with the, the band Imogene, uh, and we said that we were going to have a concert in the street. Uh, so... Uh, what we didn't uh, tell people is it actually wasn't a concert in the street. We, I put the band in painter suits, 
so it looked like people were just working on our roof all day, but in reality, we were setting up for a rooftop performance, very comparable to like the, the last big Beatles performance that they did. Uh, and yeah, and there was, so there's 300 people out in the street and everybody's like, where's the music? Where's the music? And then you just see spotlight, spotlight, you know, smoke bombs. And then, yeah, it was just like the most epic two hour concert here in downtown Fort Walton on the roof. Now, it was a huge success. I mean, you just got like the community, the policemen, the firefighters. I mean, they're just like just having a great old time. And yeah, the but not long after I received three cease and desist from the people that own the property in the building. <laughs> um, so that was one of those uh, ask for forgiveness instead of permission. That's what things. I was just but about I, to say. I love it. I needed to do something big, and then that was it. So that's kind of how we kicked off uh, our introduction here to downtown Fort Walton Beach and to the community uh, after we got out of the home-based business. That's awesome, man. I had I had no idea you guys did that. That's super cool. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. People still talk. It was just a it was just a really really cool, very unique uh, event, and it kind of launched. Hey, this is who we are and what we're about, and uh, yeah, and the rest is history, and it's still being made. Cool, man. So your let's say three to five year plan is to eventually a you know on a personal note buy your house back, but then trying to buy your own commercial business. Or property, I should say, so you can uh, do what you want, do more rooftop concerts. Yeah, I would love to do rooftop <laughs> concerts. I would love to be able to have a drive-through. You know, since we do food and drink, you know, I would love to have like a rooftop garden. Uh, I'd love to have uh, my own bakery here, so we could do our own baked goods as opposed to you know having to have somebody else do it. So yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of stuff that I you know want to do. Um, it just takes a little time, money, and patience. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. I really appreciate your uh, time coming on. It's always great talking to you and seeing you, Cole. Um, I hope this, you know, everyone found this super informative. But before I let you go, I got to ask, um, what are your Emerald Coast essentials? If if you're talking to someone that's going to be here for 24 hours and they say, hey, where do we have to go while we're here? What are you telling them? Well, I always start with our place first, mainly because we have, well, you know, it's, it's great because, you know, the people that find us on the last day of their vacation are super bummed. Uh, and the ones that find us on the first day of their vacation, we see them every day, you know, and that's because every night we've got a different type of event, uh, going on. So, you know, other than that, obviously the beach, I mean, the beach is just, I mean, I've got friends that live all over the world, and I think hands down it's pretty unanimous that we have the most beautiful beaches uh, yeah. here on, on our Emerald Coast. And uh, I love, you know, I don't get out too much. You know, I'm up here quite a bit, but I love going to Ferry Park. You know, I love playing some disc golf uh, with friends and family. Um, and the new little, you know, my son, he's a gamer. Uh, I, I just recently discovered Rad Bar. <laughs> uh, you've been to Rambar, but it's like oh, yeah. you know, it's $10 to get in and you get to play unlimited games. Another great, you know, cool family thing that they have here in town as well. Yeah, that is, that is a really cool spot. I actually just went there for the first time and it was, it was a lot of fun. That is, the rad bar is definitely worth checking out. How about, uh, where did you say you stayed? The Navarre beach campground? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, still, it's still alive <laughs> and kicking. No, they definitely, I mean, they, they accommodated me, you know, I was 22 at the time and 
and they're still rocking, you know, and there's a, there's a Walmart built across the street now. It wasn't there when I moved here. I had to go to all the way to Gulf Breeze to get my tent. So now you can get all your fishing poles <laughs> and your tent supplies right across the street from Navarre Beach Campground. All right. Anyone looking to pick a spot on the map and move down, the Navarre Beach Campground is going and Walmart is conveniently located across 98 for all your camping slash homelessness needs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cole. Well, I appreciate it again. Thanks very much for your time. And uh, we'll talk soon, buddy. My pleasure. Have a good one. Bye, guys. See ya. 